Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. If you can find the time to explore the mind of a stripper, then you can find the time to spend with your actual family. Prime time with Isaac and Sue. Damn, what they on? All steroids and no carbs. They're the big ass kids. This is Prime Time. We're not like you. We're growing up. Your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Oh, my goodness. Here are Isaac Ropp and Jason Sakanik with Prime Time on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? Ahoy! What up? Oh my. Almost forgot to hit the on button there. Why am I yelling? I can't control the sound of my voice. Hey, you chew gum. I do. I'm a big gum guy. You're a big gum guy? Love the gum. You and Pete Carroll? Yeah. And then I realized like I, I had the gum in, and then I was like, should I like keep talking with the nah. gum? And then that's very Chip Kelly-esque. Yeah, and you're not supposed to. So I'm like, yeah, you got that. You guys shut up. You guys shut up. I feel like Chip is just good. in a constant state of like just, just munching on some gum. My oh, wife, will you shut up? Right, East Coast thing. My wife loves that clip, by the way. The uh, Chip Kelly, can you shut up? She can't. You guys shut it. up. Thank you. She can't get enough of that. <laughs> well, it's so weird that he, like, he only speaks, like, Stallone does this, but Stallone has, like, a paralyzed face from when he was born. Like, he doesn't. <laughs> He doesn't talk like Wait, that. Wait, it's on... not from the Botox? No, it is not. Oh. Although, look, there's a lot of Botox. No, when he was, uh, by the way, very good Netflix documentary about Sly Stallone. Yeah, I just came across that the other day, and I skipped right over it. Uh, see, I, you know me. I'm a Sly Schwarzenegger guy, and I He's can't... not that interesting to me. Stallone? Yeah. Oh, no. Both of those guys have really, really interesting Wait, stories. Wait, who's the other guy you mentioned? Schwarzenegger. Oh. Yeah. yeah, he's he's more interesting than Sly. Well, Schwarzenegger, I mean, coming from where he came from in well, Austria and a, all that. He was the governor of California. Yeah, but Stallone's got a... I don't see governor on Stallone's resume. No, Stallone, like the later life isn't, but how he came to be, I mean, there is... His whole thing was no one would hire him. So he just started writing his own scripts and was like, I come hell or high water, I am going to get this made. So when he wrote Rocky... They offered him uh, $250,000, and he had no money. I mean, he was dirt broke. And he was like, no, because he goes, the moment I, I give this give this away, like, no one will allow me to, to be in this. And then they offered him 500000 and he was like, no. And he just kept turning it down and just had a belief in himself that he goes, I, I wrote this for me, and I am going to do this come hell or high water. And he's done that. His whole life is just bet on himself. So I just I think both of those guys are 
freaking American well, heroes. Now I don't have to watch it. No, no, you don't. I just got the scoop. But when he was born, yeah, he uh, he the the doctor screwed him up, like ripped his head out of there, and he that's he ended up with a bunch of oh one side of his face is paralyzed. You think that happened to Chip Kelly? I don't know. See, that's one thing with Stallone. Stallone has a a reason. I think Chip just talks like that because he's like a New Hampshire wise guy. Also sound like he's like it's extra out of the side of his mouth. Yes. You guys shut up. Yeah, we gotta shut up. It's like he has a corn cob pipe, Dave. <laughs> shut up, Dave. It's just fascinating to me. Like I, I don't All know. Like, shut up. Sense. See? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like a 1930s gangster from New Hampshire. You guys shut up. Sorry, Chip. All right. Why were we talking about Chip Kelly? I don't know, but I guess he's one of the uh, Michigan State wants him. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess they've narrowed it down. Why to would f- he go there? I don't know. <laughs> Why would anyone go there? Not even Le- not even the Kansas coach is leaving for Michigan State. <laughs> I mean, come on, well, man. He's on their wish list, too. I know, but did you see what he said today? No. He said, Lance Leipold, the Kansas coach, yeah. and this makes Kansas fans very happy because we get very nervous. <laughs> yeah, because it's never happened before where a coach said, you know, <laughs> that I'm not going nah, to be the coach. Nah, nah, nah. We have to take him at his word. Clearly. He said, this will be the last job he ever has. <laughs> Okay, okay, Lance, I believe that. I bet you. Uh, that's I bet the, it is. That's the last job. Yeah, he's kind of old. How old is he? Seventy nine. I don't think he's seventy nine. What, late fifties, early sixties? No, I think he's in his sixties. Well, I'll bet you I'll about. I bet you about eight million bucks a year will change his mind on oh, that. Oh, we can pay eight. Will they pay eight? I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. I just, I just love that when, when a coach is like, uh, oh, I would never. He's fifty nine. I would. Uh, I, said, I look, would. I would. Here's never. the point. Uh, Kansas probably lose him. Maybe yeah. I doubt it because we're great, but it ain't going to be to Michigan State. I get out of here with Michigan State. I wouldn't think so. Well, that's the whole. Uh, it's a mid program. The old fish down in uh, Arizona, they're all puckered right now. now so too. that that one's interesting. Yeah. Right, like you, like that's he's, he's got a little something cooking. And Arizona is not a. They're going to the Big Twelve. Big Twelve. Yeah, they are going to the Big Twelve. And if you are Arizona, and 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 your uh, your old uh, Jed Fish there. I don't know if I want to go dipping my toes in the Big Ten waters. Like Michigan State, Michigan yeah. State's, by the way, is a better program than anyone gives it credit for. Michigan State pays. Michigan State has been successful. Yeah. Like that's that's a good school. But I'm not living in East Lansing. Well, no, and you will always be like the fourth or yeah. fifth on the block. Exactly. And now you're playing in the Big Ten. You're not fourth or fifth on the block. You're like seventh or eighth. Because you got a bunch of teams in the West coming in. And then who knows, in another year or two, Notre Dame could be in there. Look, Michigan State keeps getting knocked down the peg. If you're Fish and you're sitting there at Arizona and you're looking next year at the Big 12, if Arizona keeps building this thing the way he's done in a very short period of time, could you make a strong case that next year and for the foreseeable future, Utah, Oklahoma State, Arizona are the bullies in the Big 12? Don't forget about Kansas. (laughs) Well, clearly. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> you know, uh, it just, yeah, it seems a like lot... it's a little more. Well, the Big 12 is just not that great of a league. I mean, no, it's I not. think what's funny about it is it just gets lumped in as a power five. It is clearly not as good as the others. No, God, no. Uh, and it and won't be. Ever. It won't. You know, it doesn't seem there's no like premier program, nope. which is kind of what you're saying. Yeah. So anybody. I mean, I think Utah is poised to dominate it if uh, they ever find a quarterback uh, or the quarterback stops getting hurt. Yeah. Other than that. I mean, you can make a case for Arizona. You make a case for Kansas State. You can make a case for case for Kansas, Oklahoma State. You can make a case for who else? Uh, you know, TCU just played in the damn title game. Sure. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's it's, it's not just a, a bunch of parody. Exactly. It's and kind of cool. And, and I'd it, rather it, coach there than Big Ten. 
Although with, uh, and someone points this out, and this is true, we talked about it the other day, Arizona, like the university president came out and said that like uh, apocalyptic cuts are coming to the Arizona budget. Oh, cool. Yeah. That'll keep Jed Fish. Well, I think that was like when, and they weren't talking specifically uh, about the athletic program, but they, they were talking about the university. And it's, I'm not saying it's out of the realm of possibility that you go through and just start slashing the university budget, then pay your coach seven million bucks a year. But it certainly is poor optics. Yeah. You know, you know the academic types would be up in arms. But like ESPN did this, right? They laid off like you know, a, a, like a ton of people, and then they went and gave Pat McAfee, you know, like twenty whatever million that he got. So, I mean, it happens. But I think if you're an Arizona fan, you have to be a little nervous about Fish getting all of a sudden a high profile. Um, your job offer. Meanwhile, your school's talking about apocalyptic cuts. Well, I think if you're Arizona, you would think that fish is affordable, even with some success that he's had, right? In other words, okay, maybe you lose fish and you just are like, okay, Michigan State's offered him a lot. Yeah, the, Mel, the Mel Tucker thing. The alternative to that is just some young coach that you bend over because he doesn't have any experience yep. as a head coach you hope you're right about that yep. but if you like in other words it doesn't seem to me like fit it's not like fish is as coveted as leipold no you know like if leipold gets offered eight nine ten million i mean that's tough for kansas arizona if fish gets offered five million you hope that you'd be able you'd to maybe be that. able to keep them and you're still but this is running the, a bargain this is the downfall of every i'm not gonna say small school but like what would you call like? Well, Air- you know, you know that they're not. They're you know not. Who did it right? I hate to say. It. I do hate to say this. Huh. I hate to say this. I hate to say it. What do you got? Iowa. Yeah, yeah. They just found. Dude, it. They identified their guy. Yep. And at the time, and they gave him five million a year. Mm-hmm. I remember it. Kirk Ferentz. Yep. And they said, "This is our guy, and we're going to make him." I think at the time, didn't he become one of the highest paid coaches in yes. college football? Yes. And everybody's like, "What the hell?" But you know, and I'm sure Ferentz is making more than that now. But not that much more. No. And they just basically said, this This is our guy. We're going to give you a, a boatload now. It's kind of like what baseball is doing with yes. young, young ball like players. You don't have to worry about being fired here, right. so please just be a lifer. I think that's yeah. what Oregon State was going to try to do with Jonathan Smith, but now we don't know because you know the, they don't have a conference, and we'll see what happens there, but... Yeah, well, it's, when he runs fake field goals from the twenty. <laughs> it's just it's it's the it's the part about being one of those programs that I think really sucks. Well, there's a lot of things that suck, but when you do identify a guy and you get him, someone else just comes along and and just you know they offer you more resources and and more money. And for most coaches, most coaches they take it. Yeah, you you hopefully you do find a Ferentz, you find a guy like Jonathan Smith that played there and he's comfortable there and he just wants to be there. But for most people, when one of those schools, one of the big boys comes calling and they offer you a couple extra million and all the perks and and everything that goes along with it and better facilities and better recruiting and better conferences, it's really hard. It's just hard for schools like Arizona or or Washington State or any of those programs like that. You know, Kansas luckily is a is a school that that makes a bunch of money and is willing to commit. Sounds like Kansas is willing to do what it takes in well, order yeah. to succeed at football. Well, they are because they sucked for so long yes. that they just realized, like, we can't, this can't keep happening. Yeah. So they're they renovating the stadium, they're paying their coach, 
I, you know, I don't know how they're doing it. They're I guess doing the best they can. Yeah, exactly. Which is my point about Washington State the other day. Yeah, like Jake Dickert sitting there bitching. Look, what is Kansas? Isn't that much better than Washington State? No, I mean we're not. I mean, we've got a great basketball program, but we pay our coach a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. It's like, and and the problem at Kansas, uh, as I've been told, is everybody, anybody who wants to donate any significant amount of money, wants to donate to basketball, not football. Yeah. So I don't know actually how they have done what they have done in order in, in order to keep the coaching staff and do renovations um, at the stadium and everything. It's like three hundred million. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they did it. They must but have somehow they, they did they it. They have to have big boosters. Well, they have big boosters, but it's not as easy to get into their wallet. I mean, okay, I would say Kansas probably has more big boosters than Washington State, if, yeah. if you do want that difference. But I just, be, I, I, it sort of feels like to me, it was just, it was just, you got to go get it. Yep. Go get it. Go get into wallets as best you can. And I, it doesn't seem like, you know, it's, it's just, I don't know, it doesn't seem like Washington State. They just sit and bitch. Yeah, I looked at. It. I just I was interested. So Washington State's athletic budget is eighty four million. Okay, and remember they're the ones that came out and said everything's frozen, not doing anything. Kansas's budget is one hundred thirty seven million. A little so. higher. A little higher. <laughs> right. Just fair. Yeah, you know, it's just it's. What's Oregon State? Oh, look and see what the Beavs are operating. And at. what's the biggest one? Uh, probably Texas or Ohio State would well, be I know, my but, guess. But how much? I will look it up. Let me look and see what Oregon because it's all relative, you know. Oregon State ninety five, okay, is their budget, uh, duh, 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 and then. But the other thing too about that is, how much of that is basketball? A lot with Kansas, yeah, you know. So football, I don't know. I don't know how they're doing it with football because they don't get a lot of the money. No, but I mean, it, it does go into a big pool, so you know you can. Bill Self peeling off that basketball money for the football program. <laughs> <laughs> there are 22 programs that topped 150 million. Wow, Kansas is higher than I thought. Yeah, Kansas is up there. Uh, so at least, I mean, and, so, and that has to be basketball driven for the most part, right? I just didn't know it brought in. Well, you're saying that was the budget. That was the budget. I didn't know they spent that much on it. Yeah, they 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 spent some dough. Flame private. Yeah the uh, yeah the biggest earner. So this is earner and total expenses. So uh, Ohio State. So this is net. Uh, well, that yeah, most programs don't make a ton of money because they, yeah. they spend it. Yeah. But Ohio State, the their budget is two hundred twenty five mil. Do you have revenue there? Yeah. What's Washington State compared to Kansas and Oregon State? Oh, they only did the top twenty five on this. I'd have to find a greater poll. But for instance, Ohio State spent two twenty five, which is their budget, and they brought in two fifty one. The, wow. So Ohio State and Texas outspend everybody. Two twenty five and two twenty five and some change. Bama's at one ninety five, Michigan one ninety three, Georgia one sixty nine. And those they're all turning a profit. Yes. They're okay. all turning a profit. So the big boys are are in the, the high hundred million into the low two hundred. And then just for example, number twenty five would be Washington huh. with a budget of about one fifty. And isn't their athletic department crying poor? I don't haven't they come out and said, My God, we we don't make money. I know they've come out and said that the the Montlake futures they got to step up the NIL game, and I think there has been a response to that. Yes, Oregon, by the way, one Oregon here, yeah. one, they make one fifty three. They spend or they spend about one hundred forty and change. So Oregon's a top twenty in both revenue earned and budget. So the Duckies turn about a thirteen million dollar profit. That's what it says here, according to. Uh, I wonder how fudged is... these numbers are too. Oh, you I'm know? sure this is USA Today, and yes, they're 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 absolutely I don't cooked. Buy this. Well, baseball does this too, in that, like, 
anyone that runs a government organization will tell you this. If you have money earmarked and you don't spend it, that money ain't coming back next year. So when you make a bunch of money, it behooves you to spend it. I mean, it's just, there's just, most places don't save for a rainy day. Remember when Oregon State, uh, they got that influx uh, all those years ago from the the, the Pac-12 deal, and everyone was mad because Oregon State was like, we're going to pay down debt. And we're going to be smart about it. And everyone, careless. Yeah, and everyone else was like, ah, spend, 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 hey, spend, spend. What? You know. What is this? Well, it's like any athletic, this is why it drives me crazy. Any athletic department that that is like, oh, man, we don't make any money. And you're like, oh, horse nears. You have so much excess fat on those big school budgets. And I'm not talking about the Oregon States of the world, but, you know, Clemson, they're putting in a GD slide into their athletic program. They're paying their coach 10 11 million dollars and all the different perks alabama's paying for nick saban's house for god's sakes don't come to me and cry poor remember that was like during covid they're like we need money and like get out of here so i guess okay what i'm learning here just thinking through this you said washington was at 150 their athletic budget according to this was one oh and they are at a loss because they yes. only make 145 right they lose money they okay, lose about so five million so what we're learning is that it's not about how much money you make, it's about how much money you have to spend. Yes. Because if Washington State's sitting there at $84 million, they could turn a profit off of that and be better off than Washington, but that, it, it, that doesn't matter. The profit doesn't matter. What it's matters bad. is we need $84 million to keep up with the $150 million that Washington spends. Yeah, I'm looking here. So of the top 25, Washington loses money, Illinois loses money, the bottom half loses money. Louisville loses money, Wisconsin, and, and we're not talking about a bunch, but you are talking about three to five million bucks. Uh, Iowa breaks even, Arkansas loses money, uh, Oregon makes 13, Tennessee loses about three. Um, yeah, so there are some schools that do that do lose, but it's it's kind of the borderline What's top Texas 25. At? You said Ohio State makes about 25. Ohio State and Texas are by far the biggest. So each one of them spend about 225 mil and they make 251 and 240. Okay. So they they are hands down right. the biggest. It's very interesting. I would like to I would really like to see the net numbers for the Beavs, Cougs, and Jayhawks. Yeah. Because I'm going to be stubborn and stick with my comparison. And someone asking, is that all sports or football? No, that is That's all everything. sports. That's everything. Yeah. Because football drives. But football's most of it. Football drives everything. Football and NCAA well, basketball are the only things that make money. Well, revenue-wise, yes. But yes. but we're talking about spending. Yeah, and spending, spending is, all is still all football. Yeah. Right? Well, this is why when we had Gene Smith, when we had Gene Smith on, Ohio State has more, I believe, more sports teams than any other program in Division One, And I remember he said... We are able to do that simply because of the the size of us and the money we bring in. And he said they are not willing to field the team without the resources to win national championships. And there's not many schools that are like Ohio State that can spend. Most of the time you have to make decisions about where you want to put your money. And Ohio State and a couple others are able to spend big on multiple sports. Most schools like Kansas or UConn or whatever, you got to be yeah. You got to be creative. Yeah. You got to decide. You yeah. got to make tough decisions. Yeah. You got to be smart. Yeah. That's all I'm saying about Wazoo. Yes. We get it. You don't have a lot of money, but you got to be smart with it. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Prime Time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right, Hugh Betcha coming up next. Um, I... I'm interested to know uh, what you have in front of you there, but I think you found the Pac-12 yeah. revenue yeah. numbers. So this is, uh, no, we, we don't have USC and Stanford. Someone asked about Stanford. They're private, so they don't have to release any numbers. <clears throat> and again, I always take these numbers with a little bit of a, eh, we'll see. But this is what's reported for the 2022 calendar year. Only four schools in the Pac-12 operated, according to them, in the black um, Oregon being number one with a profit of about 13 mil. Uh, Cal claims that they made about 3.7. Interesting. Uh, Utah, 3.8. And there's little old Washington State who's claiming that in 2022 they made 1.3. No kidding. Yep, yep. They're claiming that they made 1.3, even though they're saying, you know, freeze, all that, although maybe that's because they See, don't know what's coming on the other side. Freaking Dickert. Uh, and then schools that operated in the red was the rest of them. Um, Oregon State operated about four point two million in the red. Um, the big one was UCLA. UCLA was twenty eight mil in the hole. God. And they have said, I mean, they they have battled financial problems for years and years and years. Up. That the L A Times is always writing about this. I didn't know it was twenty eight mil, but that is uh, that's shocking. And the rest of them, like Washington, four point two, ASU two point nine, Arizona was five hundred thousand in the red. Uh, Colorado, a million bucks in the red. So, so. again, it just comes down to it's not about revenue. It's about spending. Yeah. So Washington State makes money. How does Cal freaking make money on athletics? That's unbelievable. But it doesn't matter. What matters is their budget numbers, yeah. and that's why Dickert's crying about $84 million. Yeah, so Cal spends about one hundred and fifteen, and Washington State spends 80, 80, 83 and some change. And Oregon State spends less? Uh, Oregon State spends a little bit more. Oregon State, okay. according to this, is right around 87 to 88. All right, well, we're not going to solve this problem today. No, but it just goes to show you, next year, if you go from a, you know, a 30 to $40 million payout all included, and all of a sudden... You get kneecapped, and hopefully the, the the lawsuit and all that will bring in some cash that keeps you afloat. But eventually, let's say you end up, you know, down the road in a Mountain West sort of merger. You know, the Mountain West TV deal pays about four to six million bucks per school. Mm. So even if you get that bumped up, and let's say you make eight to ten, which is probably a pretty aggressive number, you can still start looking at some budgets and just being like, my God, I mean, it is. I know that's bad. It's brutal. But again, my point is that they've always been way behind. Yeah. 
So just to cry about it now is not, Yeah, it just kind of falls on deaf ears. Here is yesterday's poll question, AAA heating and cooling. Family business helping families for over 60 years. AAA, IAQ.com. It is on X, at 1080 The Fan. Which of these QBs do you think will have the best career in the NFL? Mm. Now, um, in my infinite wisdom, I failed to update this. <laughs> so stand by. Working, working. On sports talk. Mm-hmm. There it is right there. Caleb Williams, 40%. Uh, Bo Nix, 31%. Yep. Michael Penix, 21%. Jaden Daniels, 8%. But if I would have told you that two years ago <laughs> that Bo Nix was going to be a top 10 pick and... Well, Penix, too. Yeah. Penix was at Indiana and hurt. And, and blowing everything out. Three straight years. Yeah. We're like, in. who are these guys? And Jaden Daniels. <laughs> Think about that. I didn't like Jaden Daniels at Arizona. Arizona State, when he came in, he yeah. was like... I was yeah. like, who's this skinny little dude? Yeah, I was not a I was not a huge fan of Jaden Daniels. In fact, when he went to LSU, I was like, what? Isn't that wild? I was like, he's going to LSU, and then here he is putting up huge numbers. And yeah, it's a it just goes to show you, man, like the whole like Ty Thompson, right? Everyone's, development. Yeah, development. Like everyone's gonna sit here and rag on Ty Thompson. And you know, if if Bo leaves and they end up saying, Hey, Ty's the guy next year, wait for everyone to be like, Oh my God, and then Ty Thompson to come out and, and, yeah. and be great. You can get better. Yeah. You can improve. Those three case in point. Yes. Um today, pinned to the top of at ten eighty the fan on X, lock of the weekend is Ducks minus fifteen and a half against USC, Utah plus ten at Washington, Rutgers, Iowa under twenty eight and a half. <laughs> Beavers minus 20 and a half against Stanford. Uh, Rutgers. So far, Rutgers, Iowa, under 28 and a half is leading the poll. I want you to realize that, 40%. that Iowa, the last two weeks, has set a record for the lowest over under in betting football history in NCAA Division One. Go ahead one. and climb out of my ass for a while. And they have hit it, and it's not even been close. So the new. OC is worse than Brian Ferentz? Apparently. Is that what you're saying? It doesn't matter at this point. <laughs> Although Ferentz well, you is, would think they would get... No, Ferentz is still there. Oh, is he still... I thought he left. No, no. Remember they said that they, he's... Is he finishing out? I think he's finishing out. Are you sure? Uh, I will look it up, but I believe he is still there. I, I did not see that he was leaving. All right. Um, Hugh Betcha picks against the spread in college and pro football this weekend. I like that Utah-Washington line. It's very interesting. Um, Michigan, are they in trouble at Penn State? Uh, why would anyone bet Panthers-Bears tonight and Hugh's pick of the week? All of that and more coming up next with Hugh Offill of ALNA Sportsbook. But first, Schultz with SportsCenter. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right, let's go up to a Sportsbook. And our man Hugh Offill, who runs the uh, sportsbook up there, the home for college and pro football fans. This is a segment we like to call Hugh Betcha. What's up, Hugh? Hey, everything's good. How are you guys doing? Oh, man, you are great. Uh, Hugh cashing checks last weekend with his uh, hot Eagles pick over the Cowboys, although it did come down to the wire. Also Bama as well. Uh, Alabama, yeah, liked uh, Bama. They uh, who they play again? LSU. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, they covered, beat them by 14. Um, so we'll yep. get Hughes' pick in a second. But uh, let's start in the Pac-12. Utah, Washington. I know you can't uh, hang a line on that, Hugh, up there, um, state law. But um, what would it be, Utah, Washington, and which side would you take? Utah, Washington. I came up with uh, probably uh, Washington minus three and a half. Being if it was a neutral field, if if, if Washington was home, uh, I think if they played in Utah, Washington would be about a three and a half point favorite. Uh, being at home, would probably be a touchdown favorite. And, and me myself, I would I, again. I, I Washington's awfully good, and and uh, Utah is hard to figure. They played really well, and then they just get boat raced against uh, you know uh, a couple weeks ago. Washington would be the side. Uh, what about Oregon USC? It is fifteen and a half. Last I checked, Ducks big favorites. What say Hugh? Uh, it is. It is a lot of points. I, 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 it's tough if you use the, the gauge of what I thought was you know that Washington would be able to defend them the USC a little better. That ends up being a big number right there. You know where Oregon can win by two touchdowns, but they aren't going to cover the fifteen and a half. You know I. I, I I would want to say Oregon, but I think I'd have to take 15 and a half just because, you know, USC is going to try to outscore you every week. That's all they're going to try to do. And, and goodness knows they can, they can score. Yeah. And you look at, there have been some teams that have thrown the ball on Oregon, Texas tech a little bit, Washington state threw it on them real well. And Washington went up and down the field on them. So in theory, USC yes. can, USC can score on them. Yes. That's, that, 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 that's my thinking is, you know, like I said, I thought Washington would put up a better, yeah, defensively would be able to stop them a little more than they did, and, and I think Oregon's going to fall into the same thing. Again, you're going to give me 15.5 points. I think I'd take the 15.5, and, and Oregon may win by two touchdowns, but I, I would still take the point. Do you have a look-ahead line? I know it's there's a lot of football left to, to go, but most people think that one way or another it's going to be in Washington and Oregon in the Pac-12 title game, neutral field. Do you have a, a, a look-ahead on that? Washington, Oregon. So, so when they played the first time, we were about uh, Washington being home. They were three and a half point favorite. Yeah. I think it would probably narrow down to the same thing again. It was a three point game. Game was great. Uh, the line would probably be Washington three. Just essentially, we're going to go back to zero and 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 start over again from where we were in the in the first game. At a book like yours, it's so close. You know, obviously to to Portland, a lot of Oregon fans. Um, where is the money on the USC Oregon game? Right, right now we're we're taking the you know the, there's more money on Oregon, but just slight. It it it's it's pretty close wagering right now. Uh, no huge amount on any either side, but a little bit more. Say, say fifty five forty five is about where we are now. The most interesting thing I have going in this week's college football is Iowa. Uh, Iowa is playing Rutgers, and they have set it at twenty eight and a half as the under. This is two weeks in a row now that Iowa has broken the record for lowest over under total. Uh, I think it went from 30 and a half to 29 and a half. And I would just like to point out in those two games, uh, the combined score was 22 and 17. Here we are at 28 and a half. Is yeah. it possible that they go under a third straight week setting a record? I, you know, this is the lowest I ever, I mean, I remember there was a 30 and a half or something, you know, whether it was bad weather somewhere, 28 and a half. Yes. That is just, that's painful. I look. I I actually believe that Rutgers can score a little bit. I mean, I look. I don't like playing unders. I you know because you don't want to sit there and sweat a game. Oh, don't score! Don't score! So, and, and God, it's just so tempting. Twenty eight and a half. Uh, you know that it's just too tempting not to play over. Are you? Yeah. No, I I agree with you. It's like 
That is so low. <laughs> but at the same time, it's Iowa. Are you 22 actually two and seventeen points the last two games combined? Are you actually taking money on that game? <laughs> I mean, are a lot of people betting the under on that? It, it, more than more than the over. But it, again, it, it, it's just. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't go to the counter on any book and say that could be under twenty eight and a half. You know, you kind of look at somebody. Are you crazy? No, I'm not doing that. Uh, Michigan is minus four and a half uh, at Penn State. Finally, a test for Michigan. What do you think uh, from what you've seen of them? Are they in trouble? Michigan better be again. It's it's the road conference game. Something goes right for Penn State. Look, Penn State plays somebody good and they just roll over and, and don't do anything well. I mean, I made the number where Michigan was one and a half, and we're getting much more money on on Michigan than anything on Penn State. Um, I, I you know I don't think the controversy of sign stealing and all that all that going on. I mean, for for all the coaches' tape that they're able to see now, there aren't anything that they can't see almost all the time. So I'm like, you know, it, it, everybody. It's kind of like when they would steal baseball signals. Or signs, excuse me. Um, it, it's all out there. Everybody's with all the technology that's there now. Uh, I don't think it will really affect Michigan the way that they play, but um, you know, I think that they'll be fine. I, and I probably think they'll beat Penn State unless Penn State has something go crazy in the, initially when they start. What am I missing about my Jayhawks? They're uh, favored by four back at home against Texas Tech. That KU bet looks pretty uh, juicy. You going to talk me off yeah. of that? Uh, no, I'm not going to talk you off of it. They, they, they are home. They have played very, very well at home. I mean, to me, laying four at home, uh, I, I would lay the four all day. Yeah, because we, I mean, I've only seen Texas Tech against Oregon, and they looked pretty good actually against Oregon. But they're not a, they're not even a winning team. No, they're like she, four and five or well, something. Well, and Chuck was hurt. I don't know if he's even back yet, but you know, he was, he was, he was injured as well. Is anybody in trouble? Big boys, uh, you, you mentioned Michigan. You think that they'll get by Penn State. What about Florida State is playing Miami? You've got Alabama going to Kentucky. You certainly have an interesting one with Georgia playing Ole Miss. Are any of those big teams in trouble there? Ole Miss can do a lot of things offensively, uh, but, you know, Georgia is a defending national champion. Uh, I, I think point-wise, I would – Probably be inclined to take the ten and a half with with what you would say with uh, with Ole Miss. Um, you know, I, I keep thinking Florida State's not nearly the team that everybody thinks that they are because I just don't think they've really been tested. I don't think that they're that good, but I they should really they should handle Miami because I've seen Miami where they look fairly good, and then you watch them other times and you're like, this team's not very good. Um, I don't think Florida State's in trouble. I certainly don't think Alabama's in trouble. I think Alabama will handle Kentucky pretty easily. Looking into the NFL, you got San Francisco coming off a bye. They've lost three in a row. Some people kind of worried about them, and they're on the road across the country, Jacksonville. Jacksonville 6-2, and two, and Jacksonville's catching three. Um, is there value there in Jacksonville? Probably a little value. I mean, I think a little value. The biggest thing that comes into to my, my mind here is the 49ers had a week off. And, you know, that, that will help them tremendously. But, you know, I made the game a pick. I would probably take the three points at home and, and think that it's going to be close. What about Detroit going to uh, L.A.? You know, the Chargers are feeling pretty good after a couple of wins. But, man, the Lions are only laying three in L.A. Yep. I mean, not much of a home field advantage. I really like Detroit there. Are you going to talk me off of that one? Well, actually, it's dropped down to two and a half. So that's even mm -hmm. better because people are playing the uh, – you know, they're playing the Chargers. Uh, no, I wouldn't talk you off of it. If you're saying that, they, you know, just team to team, I, I think, you know, Detroit should go in there and, and be able to win by three points. Why would anyone bet Panthers-Bears? <laughs> you know, I wish I had the answer to that. I, 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 you know, it, 
I wouldn't tell you which side to bet. I might lean a little bit to the home team, but yeah, there's, there's, it, it is a tough. You got to be a complete degenerate to sit here and want to be able to play. To bet I know that it's so bad. I can't believe this is our Thursday night game. Are you like what? What is the public doing on that game? What are you taking, Carolina or Chicago money, mostly? Uh, more Chicago money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, they're laying. They're laying the three and a half. You want to talk about being a degenerate? I just don't see this uh, <laughs> ever. The Giants are laying or getting seventeen points yeah. against the Cowboys. When's yeah. the last time yeah. you saw a seventeen point spread in the NFL? Yeah, you just you absolutely don't see it. I mean, it would be you know in my mindset. Look, the Giants looked terrible last week against a not very good Raiders team, but. Look, they got a new quarterback that nobody has really seen beat me by 17 points because, you know, you get up 14 and then they start running the ball and start running the ball. Now, I would take 17 points even if I do lose. You would take the Giants, you mean? Yeah, yeah. I would take the Giants. Yeah, it's just, just, just so high. such yeah. a ridiculous high. I, just, yeah. I saw that. that in my, I, it was like one of those double takes. I was like, what, Well, 17? you remember the first meeting, the Cowboys beat him like 40 to nothing. Yeah. Um, and yeah. in the NFL, it's so uncanny how even – if the underdog team is awful and without their top two or three quarterbacks, yep, that rematch game, they always it, it's not to say that the Giants will win. They're probably a little too shorthanded. They have Tommy DeVito at quarterback <laughs> for heaven's sakes. Yeah. But I bet you that's closer than than anyone thinks because it's that interdivisional game where they got blown yep. out the first time. It, mm-hmm. I mean, I would almost blind. I don't know if you have any numbers on that, but I would almost blindly bet an underdog in that role. I would, I would too. I mean, again, for, for like we say that you know the point spreads in the NFL. If if I get if they get beat, you know, forty to nothing again, fine. But I I can't say that I am going to take any team, and especially in this game, I'm going to lay seventeen points with Dallas. I'm sorry, I'm not going to do no, it. You're, I'm going to take the seventeen points, even if I lose, I'll take the seventeen. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, well, just I I was trying to look this up, and I <laughs> there's only one time. Now I know this isn't twenty; it's only seventeen. Only one team in NFL history has ever covered a spread more than twenty points, and we're approaching that with seventeen. Well, so. how many how many times has ever covered? Yeah. So how many of them have there been? There have I mean, there's probably four of them. I don't know. I just I was I was trying to see like if there was a number on like when you get up to that high, like what's the what's the coverage there? And it just the Steelers, I guess, uh, are the only team to ever cover a spread of of twenty or more. <laughs> wow! All right, public bet of the week, Hugh. Public bet of the week. The people are still riding with the Ravens. They did last week, and they're all over them again this week. Um, <laughs> a lot of money on the Ravens, but both uh, both straight and uh, laying the points. Uh, yeah, they're, they they're, are very very popular. Yeah, they're playing this week. They're playing the Browns and Baltimore. Yep. Is that spread at seven yet, or is it still six six and a half? It is. It is still six and a half. Okay. Um, tough 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 game. I, I don't. I mean, the the Browns are going to play. You know, play the really defensive game. So it might be. You know. Close not to take the uh, – because I made the Ravens four and a half, so it might be smart to take this plus six and a half. Yeah, Cleveland, they've already played one. There's another one. An interdivisional rival, they've already yep. played once. The Ravens won by 25 points. You know, that one kind of screams Cleveland. Those games get a little screwy in that yeah. division. Um, so you, the book will probably clean house uh, <laughs> this weekend with the public betting Baltimore. And what is Hughes' pick of the week this week, Hugh? Well, my pick of the week, I think I'm going to go with Buffalo at home on Monday night. 
Uh, I just they'll have too much for Denver. Uh, I just I don't I don't see Denver being able to do a whole lot. Uh, yeah, I would take Denver on Monday night. I think that they're gonna they'll win by at least ten. And what do we got spread wise there? Is that I think it's it is it, they're minus seven seven, seven and a half. Something okay. like that, yeah. All right. Value on they the bills. Are, yeah, they're seven now. Yeah, so I'd I'd lay the seven. All right, sir. Uh, thank you. Have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk Absolutely. to you next week. You too. Sounds great. All right, That's Hugh Otto, ANA Sportsbook, for a segment we like to call Hugh Betch. I'm riding the Iowa under. F it. Let's Are do you? it. I'm doing it. Wow. Let's, 28 and a half. Let's do it. Let's live dangerously. I'm with him. I don't like betting over unders. <laughs> I know. Because you just you root for weird things. I know. But I am rooting. I just can't get out of my mind that they set it at 30 and a half, and everyone was like, there's no possible way. And they covered it by 12 points under and then they moved it down to 29 and a half and they're like there's no way and then they're like really watch this wow and here we are at 28 and a half with Iowa and Rutgers I say let's make this sucker 10 to 7 and, and make America great again Alan A Sportsbook the home for college and pro football fans Hugh joins us every Thursday 3:30 Dan Lanning coming up at 4 it is 3:48 on the fan 3 4 Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Well, this is that weird spot on Thursdays where it's the Hugh Offill postgame show and the Dan Lanning pregame show. They converge, and it usually lasts about 45 seconds. Right. Um, the only thing I have here is thinking about Oregon-USC while listening to Hugh talk about that game. Uh, he brought up the idea of the old backdoor cover. Yeah. And, boy, I hadn't thought about that. I mean, it's not like I would bet the Oregon-USC game anyway. I think Oregon spreads are kind of inflated these days. Well, I mean, they've been I mean, they've been just trashing people. Right. It's like that Cal game was, I think it was like 24. Mm-hmm. Uh, we yeah, like, and uh, Trista Crick said that was her pick to click, and then all of a sudden Oregon wins by... Cal? Ooh, yeah, way more. She, yeah, yeah, she said Cal, Cal was going to cover the 24 and a half. Yeah, I mean, I thought that line was high. I mean, yeah. bet it, but it's like, oh, wow. That's that's a lot see. of points. And then the way the game started, you're like, oh, that's... Yeah, should have bet Cal. And then you look at the final score, and they won by 40. Yeah. So these lines just keep going up and up and up. And I just, I, I kind of, I tend to agree with Hugh. It's like USC's been playing close games. Mm-hmm. Even if they don't, Oregon can win by two touchdowns, and they still don't cover. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, like USC's offense late, maybe Oregon lets their hair down if they're up big, and then there's a backdoor. I mean, uh, USC, I mean, it's it's been close games pretty much all the way through, with the exception of Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Notre Dame slaughtered them. So. What was that score? 48-20. Mm. So I just I don't. It know. It could be that. It's just I'm not touching it. Could it, be that type of game. you know, and no new defensive coordinator. I mean, I guess it's the it's the same defense, but with the new coordinator and I don't know, man. Weird things down there. You got Caleb Williams crying, and suppose they don't have anything left to to play for. But USC still feels if they went out, they do have something to play for. I just that's. I'll tell you what. If I had to, I would take it. I would take Oregon and say that they blow them out. I just think USC is going to be incapable of stopping them. But it it wouldn't shock me if USC goes up and down the field on them. Like, as good as Oregon's defense is, and it's really good, um, we have seen three teams this year move the ball through the air really, really effectively against them. I mean, Texas Tech, a lot of that was penalties and, and Shuck beating them on the ground. So maybe that one is a little, you know, that's maybe I'm, I'm being a little wishy-washy on that. But... You know, Washington State, I'm going to look here. Yeah, Washington State threw for, do, 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 I'm looking here, 438 yards on him, and Washington went up and down the field on him other than Penix being hurt. So, 
Could US, be a shootout. USC can throw the ball. So, yeah, we may get – I have total faith that, that Oregon wins this game, and I think they win comfortably. But, like you said, backdoor cover, USC scoring late. I mean, being up by three touchdowns, it just lends itself to yeah, kind of no, taking no your question. foot off the gas. No question. Uh, and, by the way, uh, just a little tease for Rop in the Bank tomorrow. Tyler Shuck is still out. Yeah. I don't – that's one of those – it's like, I don't understand why Kansas is only favored by four. Rock chalk. Let's we're pretty good. Let's go. Now, we're on our backup quarterback, too. Yeah, but – Jason Bean, Bean. But Bean is actually – I mean, He's Bean, good. Yeah, Bean, he's like a nine-year guy there, and he took he's down good. Oklahoma. Rob in the Bank is tomorrow at 515. All right, let's talk to – wait, is that right? Oh, yeah, tomorrow at 515. Yeah, you got to – you're not going to be here. You better, I'm not. We need your picks. We're not no, letting you off the hook. No one me. I'm just going to take a week and take a breath. Freaking Jets killed me. Um, Dan Lanning, let's talk to the Oregon coach. Coming up next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 